Right, here we go then, episode three. And I suppose the first thing that I should highlight is I finally fixed that fucking buzzing. Thank God for that. Hopefully the rest of this episode is going to come out nice and clear, but thank you guys for putting up with it on episode one and episode two. And so here we go then. Obviously, this is a podcast coming to you from the past, but we are just coming to the end of week two of our national quarantine in the UK. Not allowed to go out with the exception of certain circumstances, and I think for most of us, it's been a struggle. It's not just been a dramatic change in lifestyle. It's not just been a dramatic change in mindset, but it's also been quite testing as far as just our own mental health goes. You know, we've all found it a pretty big struggle to adjust to this new way of living where you can't see people, you know, unless it's on FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. You know, this new way of living where you can't hug anybody, you know, you can't go out whenever you want to. Be honest with you, the biggest thing I'm missing is driving and riding. Literally, the Mustang and the bike are not getting any kind of mileage at the moment, which is awesome in terms of keeping that down, but not ideal in terms of just general enjoyment. I've never washed a car twice and not driven it a single time in between, and that's kind of what's going on right now. But it's a funny old world at the moment. But needless to say, we are two weeks down the line, two weeks having been locked in, although it feels like a freaking lifetime. And we're now at that point where we've all had our moment. You know, we've all had that pessimistic kind of few days. We've all had the days of eating whatever we want. We've all had the days of kind of just feeling fucking depressed about everything that's going on right now. I think we've all had a variety of different emotions over these last couple of weeks. Lord knows, even on Tuesday of the week just gone, I spent the day pretty much just closed in, wanted to close the curtain, shut out the world and be like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because obviously we're all in the same boat right now. We've all got financial worries. We've all got health worries. We've all got mental health worries. And then alongside that, we're missing the life that we used to have. So it is one hell of a big old mindset shift. It's one hell of a big old kind of you know, a different way of thinking, adjusting to this new life, you know, because all as much as, you know, as I touched about in previous podcasts, it is temporary. We are in the situation for the long haul. We don't know how long this is going to be. You know, there's talks that if we all do our bit, then in the space of about a month, we may be out of quarantine, maybe six weeks, but who knows, you know, numbers are continuing to rise at the moment. And so it's important that we do our bit, you know, So thank you to all of you that are staying at home. Thank you to all of you that are keeping us all safe. You know, you may very well be listening to this on your walk, but hell, it may most likely be your one bit of exercise per day. So I better make this fucking podcast worth it, and I? (laughs) Here you are choosing to listen to me on your one bit of exercise per day. I better make it good. And so that leads me into the topic of this podcast, the topic of episode three, which is, as the title suggests, Habits. Creatures of habit, more to the point. Because one of the biggest things, one of the biggest culture shocks that we faced right at the beginning of this journey, right at the beginning of, you know, this whole big old epidemic is a sudden dramatic shift in our daily routine. That's where we noticed it the most. You know, we didn't have our commutes. We didn't have our usual behaviors. We couldn't just pop in a shop without getting fucking, you know, locked up if there's more than two of you and having to wipe down your hands and, yeah, be let in one person at a time. It's a weird old world we're living in. And obviously, because we're creatures of habit and because we've lost that usual routine, that's why everything's gone to shit. That's why we're eating like we've fucking been starved for years. That's why literally we've become absolute gannets. And there's this meme I saw the other day getting tans from the fucking fridge light because we're spending so much time in there. And so 
what we need to do is we need to regain a little bit of the foundation of what made our normal life normal. Because like I said, that's what we're lacking. And because we're creatures of habit, we're creatures of schedule. We have a fucking schedule for everything, whether it's brushing your teeth, wiping your ass, or whether it's driving to work, doing your job, checking Facebook, whatever. We have a schedule, whether it's one that we actually consciously put in place or whether it's one that we subconsciously put in place. We need our schedule because it's what ties us to the days. It's what ties us to our life. It what kind of helps us know what day it is, even without kind of looking at a calendar. And it's the thing that makes us, most importantly, productive. And that's the thing that we've all sort of struggled with, you know, with the, the binge eating or the uncontrolled eating, the lack of exercise, you know. And I want to preface this before we kind of continue by saying that it's okay to spend days not okay. If there's one thing I've learned about these last couple of weeks, it's that there is no specific way that you're supposed to feel about everything that's going on right now. You know, as much as I am an optimist and I'm, you know, trying to get you guys to look on a more optimistic or look from a more optimistic point of view, it's important to remember that your emotions and how you feel about everything is going to yo-yo. One of the most kind of poignant posts and things that I read about what's going on right now is that it's like grieving. And like grieving, you get some days where you are absolutely fine. Some days where you don't really even think about it. You don't really even notice it. And then you get other days where it consumes you. And it's not a linear thing. Like it kind of is really strong in the beginning and then it fucks off and then you're fine the more days that go on. There is an underlying element to that. But you could get two weeks in and how some of you even listening to this today, whatever day that ends up being, could have had the shittest day that you've had throughout the entirety of this epidemic. It's a very unique situation we all find ourselves in and we all respond to it very uniquely. And that's one of the things that I've been coaching my clients through these past couple of weeks. It's to understand that there is no set way that you're supposed to feel about this thing. And there is no set way that you're supposed to act, you know. Of course, it's important that we stay in control, both of our actions and our emotions. But it's also important that we allow ourselves to feel what we need to feel, very much like grief. You know, if you need to cry, then cry, let it out. If you need to scream, if you need to get frustrated, then do it. I think it's important that we give ourselves room to behave in that way because this circumstance is just unprecedented, isn't it? You know, imagine anything you know the entire life that's gone before you i bet you never in a million years would have imagined this because correct me if i'm wrong the end of the world was supposed to have zombies wasn't it you know i don't know what's worse would you rather have like bloodthirsty fucking brain eating zombies rattling at your windows like the walking dead or this i suppose this but you know it's not the end of the world that some of us pictured <laughs> anyways moving into the topic of today like i said about being creatures of habit this podcast is going to be more about kind of helping you guys through this, you know, giving you some foundations of normal life so that we can make the best of this situation because we've got no fucking choice. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. So the first thing, like I said, is we're missing our scheduling. And that leads us quite nicely into the first point of all of this, and that's time management. 
it's so easy, and trust me, been there, to stay in bed until whatever time you want, especially if you're not working or if you're working from home, because not only do you not have a commute, not only do you not have to really get dressed, you know, you could work in your pajamas, or if anybody's seen that video on Facebook of the uh, the guy logging onto a Zoom call, and he's, uh, well, in his birthday suit is probably the best way I can fit it. If you haven't seen it, seek it out. Um we don't have all these things, so we don't actually have to adhere to the usual structure. And if you're not working, that's where shit really falls down because you have no reason to get out of bed whatsoever. I mean, hell, even us, we've got the triplets and a lot of the mornings we found ourselves just laying in bed. The triplets have got themselves up and they're just milling around downstairs, just playing, having fun, you know, just doing their thing. And when you can hear them having fun, you know they're doing okay, then there's no massive incentive to go, right, we better go up now, get on with the day, because it's like, well, sometimes you're in that mood of what the fuck's the point. But I know that from experience now, particularly the experience of the last couple of weeks, that doing that makes you feel like shit. Because yeah, it feels great for the moment, you know, laying in bed, etc. But as time goes on, you begin to realize just how much of your life you're losing. And I know that's easy to say that it's kind of an exceptional circumstance, and it is. But Staying in bed every single day and not getting up until, you know, 9, 10 o'clock, what ends up happening is the day is condensed into only a few hours. And particularly with the way the weather's been these last couple of weeks, and particularly with the way that, you know, we've, you know, with how the longer evenings are, are coming around now, we find ourselves in a position where there's so much day to actually enjoy. As I said in the last podcast, we're putting shackles on ourselves with regard to, I can't do this, I can't do that. And in actual fact, we fucking can. We're just using the coronavirus as an excuse. But we've done that on episode number two. So, like I said, time management first and foremost. We've got to make sure that we are putting some kind of schedule in place. Some kind of normality to break up weekday to weekend. You know, some kind of schedule of going to get up, you know. One of the most powerful things you can do is get yourself up and get yourself out. You know, it gives you an incentive to get your clothes on get out, go for a walk first in, get that hour's worth of exercise out of the way. Now, for some people, obviously, that's not applicable and some of you are still working. So, of course, that is a changeable thing. And that's why the schedule has to be you know, specific to you. But nonetheless, time management is key because if we allow the days just to roll on one after the other, we are going to find ourselves not only not achieving anything, but in a pretty piss poor condition, both physically and mentally. The less you do, then the less you end up doing. You know, laziness breeds laziness. And so we've got to break that cycle. And so that's where the time management, etc., comes in. And that kind of segues quite nicely into the next point, which is mindset management. By having some kind of schedule, automatically things begin to feel a bit more normal. And I should probably say right now, when I say about having a schedule, and this is particularly for those of you that have kids, homeschooling. Yes, it is important that you don't let your kids get too far behind. Yes, it's important to not let them spend their entire day on Fortnite or watching Disney+. Plus. But at the same time, stressing and creating a really, really damaging atmosphere in the house by getting stressed about, oh my God, they've not done maths for an hour, or oh my God, they've not done their sciences. I need to come up with something to make this fucking bottle of Coke explode. By stressing about those kind of things, you're actually creating more harm than good. You know, teachers have gone to college, university for years to learn to become a teacher, yet you can't expect that you're going to be able to do it overnight just because you made these children. 
I think it's important that there is some kind of structure to your kids' day. I agree, exactly the same way there should be for ours. But at the same time, it's I do feel like we've run away with the homeschooling a little bit in the sense of, oh my God, we must be perfect at this. We must be absolutely on point with it. Yes, it's important that we don't allow our kids to just mong out every day. We've got to do things that are productive for them because kids will not always choose to do productive things. But at the same time, it's not something that should bring more stress into the household. There's enough of that going on right now in the world and with everything that's going on. We don't need to bring more stress into our lives. So if you've got kids and you're homeschooling, brilliant. But don't be too precious about it, all right? Don't be too, oh my God, I must make sure they do hour of maths, hour of science, hour of PE, whatever. You know, get them moving, yes. Get them using their brain, yes. But think outside the box and don't think it always has to be sat at the table with a pen and a piece of paper, okay? There's a lot of stuff that they can watch, a lot of stuff that they can do, and a lot of stuff that you can do. What's the fucking thing that we're always complaining about with the guards' kids? Like, oh, they don't know how to put up a shelf, or they don't know how to do washing up, or they don't know general life skills. Well, parents of the world, you've got the fucking opportunity right now to teach them how to do those things. You know, oh, they can't make... They can't make a cup of tea. Well, you've got some fucking time to teach them, haven't you? Or they can't make a bacon sandwich or boil an egg or whatever. Well, you can teach them that too. Obviously, I'm going to put a little disclaimer here and say that it depends on the age of your children. But all of those fucking things that you were saying, oh, kids don't know just how to run their lives nowadays. They're bombarded by, you know, arithmetic, etc. Well, this is your opportunity to actually teach them how to change the oil in the car or how to wash up or run the hoover around. Home economics, as it used to be called when my nan and granddad were at school so yes there we go so as i said both for you and for the kids get up get dressed have a routine get up have a shower don't sit around in your fucking pajamas okay create an environment of normality okay everybody gets up everybody gets dressed everybody gets ready for the day because you're going to have a good 12 fucking 14 hours of it don't spend those 12 14 hours in your pajamas or worse still with your fucking tackle hanging out on the sofa okay it's not good for the kids (laughs) So that's the first bit, time management, mindset management, and of course, getting up, getting dressed, okay? But at the same time, we have to bring in a little bit of balance. Things are pretty unique at the moment. And we've got to be empathetic to that. You know, there's got to be education, there's got to be some scheduling, but there's also got to be some fun in there. Now, what we usually use for fun is quite dramatically limited at the moment. But playing a board game like Monopoly, for example, can be pretty damn good for the whole family not so much with the violent thing of who actually owns park lane and going bankrupt etc but there's some maths in there isn't there and there's family time so remember to balance life okay don't get too hung up on the details focus more on the smiles and laughter that's my best advice for you guys but the thing that i want to kind of not necessarily conclude this podcast on but mention quite forcefully if you will is all of the habits that you're creating now you've got kind of forced productivity as i've spoken to you guys previously there's never actually been a better time to achieve because we are massively undistracted right now okay we are naturally controlling what we're eating we're naturally being told we've got to move a little bit more so there's a lot of time to do all these things but we have got the opportunity right now to create some damn good habits It takes a long time to create a habit, you know, not this fucking 21 days bollocks that you tend to hear, it's unique for each of us, but it's a consistency, and a consistency of getting up in the morning and, you know, getting these habits done, getting dressed, going into a schedule of the day, creating those habits of things that we can carry forwards into 
life afterwards life when we all go back to normal and we all go back to work and we all leave our homes and we return to what was the normality that we had before all this so the habits you create surrounding just moving on a daily basis being active you know doing those joe wicks workouts or doing your home workouts or getting out for a walk getting out for a run a cycle etc that doesn't need to stop just because the coronavirus has subsided same thing goes for everyone getting up and doing something productive, even if it's on the weekend, even if it's teaching your kids the things that I mentioned earlier, the home economic stuff, that doesn't need to change once this is all said and done. Same thing with regards the mindfulness around food, you know, being aware of what you're eating, how much you're eating because you don't want to go to the supermarket too often, you know, being a bit more conscious as a family to not eat just for the sake of eating, you know, having that semblance of control that carried forwards into the future is fucking important. So we can all sit here and we can all kind of think of things like we kind of have done for the first couple of weeks of, oh, it's just life in a bubble right now. Things will go back to normal and then all of my normal routine and habits will automatically resume. And whilst, yes, that may be the point, sort of, you've actually got the ability to create a whole brand new lifestyle, a whole brand new sequence of habits right now that you can then carry forwards into life. What I invite all of you guys to do is look at the shit elements of life before this, okay? Look at what you've learned from being in this lock-in, you know? Look at what you've learned from the social distancing, what you've learned from this time at home. All of the habits you create are things that you can put in place which you can then carry forwards into life afterwards so that when you go back to normal, the normal post-corona is better than the normal that was pre-corona, and so two weeks in, as I said, and as I began this podcast with, we've had our moments of, oh, for fuck's sake. We've had our world's ending, oh my God, what am I going to do? And we've had our panicky moments. And that's not to say that we're not still going to have moments like that. But it's important now that we focus and we begin to really turn our attention to the future. Because the stay at home, save lives, save the NHS, whatever way around it is, forgive me. We're doing that, okay? We're all at home. We're all doing our bit. We are adhering better than any other fucking country that I've seen, you know? We're all being incredibly respectful of what we have to do to kick this virus to the curb. But that can't be our only focus. This week, I've targeted a, a lot of posts on Facebook about turning our attention away from corona. Now, I know that I'm a little bit of a hypocrite in that because I said that podcast number three was not going to be about this. And as much as it's very it's a very difficult topic to avoid when you're talking about how people live their lives because it is such a dominant factor in our lives but it doesn't need to be the only topic of conversation what we now need to do is accept that this is the way things are for the foreseeable future but this doesn't need to be one big bubble that we just sit and wait in like a fucking waiting room and while we're in there we just pick the shit out of the vending machine and sit on our ass We've got the opportunity right now to be able to ingrain a lot of healthy habits, to be able to put a lot of procedures and routines, etc. in place so that when we go back to life after the coronavirus has subsided, we are all better off for it. So we can look back and not only go, I made the most of that time, but we can look back and recognize that this was exactly what we needed. This artificial reset, if you will that we've all found ourselves in was exactly what we needed to be able to maximize life going forwards. And so, folks, I'm going to leave you with this. It's okay not to have your shit together. This particular part of your journey was not planned and is not meant to be linear. 
it's okay that if you get up one day and you've got your routine, your schedule, and you go, you know what, not today, fuck off, and you go back to bed, it's fine. As I always say to all of my clients and the people that I work with, you are what you consistently do. The way your body looks, the way you behave, all of it is the sum of what you've done consistently over the past few years, or even broader than that, over your lifetime. Your body and the way you think, the way you act, are a manifestation of what you've done the majority of the time. If you have spent the majority of your life as a lazy fucker, then you've probably got excess body fat, you've probably got poor posture, you've probably got poor digestion, and a manner of other health issues, including mental ones. If you've spent the majority of your life active and on the go and mindful about things, then you've probably got a body, a mindset, and a life to show for it. Same thing goes for people that work hard. If you spent the majority of your life working hard and you are you know, focused and calculated with regards to what you do in a good way, of course, then you've probably got a decent house to sit in right now. So, folks, let's turn our attention away from the coronavirus now. Okay, let's turn our attention to the habits that we can create right now, the way that we can use this epidemic, we can use this time for the good. Let's put some decent habits in with regards to movement. Let's put some decent habits in with regards our mindfulness of food. Let's put a daily schedule back in place. I'm recording this right now and it is 8pm on a Saturday. And in my academy, Saturday has recently changed this week is set up Saturday. It's a day when we're all going to sit down, think about the week ahead and think about what kind of procedures, what kind of things we need to put in place to be able to maximize our progress the week ahead. Not just with regards to calorie deficit and reducing body fat, but to become a better version of ourselves. And that's what we have the opportunity to do right now. So you've had your couple of weeks, you've had your moments. It's cool. But now it's time to refocus. Now it's time to grab life by the horns and go, right, okay, this is what I've got. Cool, I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to put some habits in as far as movement. I'm going to put some habits in as far as food. And I'm going to make sure that the coronavirus doesn't take everything else for me. So, folks, that is it for me for this week. Hopefully you enjoyed this one. If you have got any particular topics you would like me to cover in the future, then do feel free to drop me a message on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Chris Moyes Fitness. Alternatively, you can go to moyeshealth.com and drop me a little message on there. Um, I know I said this last week, but I do stand by this. Not every single one of these podcasts is going to be related to the coronavirus, obviously, because you know we don't need to be talking about it too much. But sometimes these things do get linked back in terms of, like I said, lifestyle at the moment. But I've got a few topics planned with regards life in the future. And I'm particularly mindful when I'm recording these of those of you that are walking. Okay, Those of you that are out and about right now, putting one foot in front of the other, doing your daily activity. Okay, I'm talking specifically to you guys because, hell, that's when I tend to listen to these podcasts. And if you're mooching around the home and you're doing your bit right now, then just remember... What we lost at the beginning of all this was our schedule. So that's the thing we've got to get back. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Please let me know your thoughts about the podcast. Let me know your thoughts in terms of whether you're enjoying it, etc. And I will see you on the next episode next week. Toodles.